Such a classic. Such a classic scene. My gosh. Two seconds into that, I knew it was the Mean Girls one. And you heard the little stomping. Yep. I was like, it's the it's from Mean Girls. Welcome. I'm always on your left. Well, right now you're on my nerves. (laughs) We are back with another amazing intro a la load. So Lo, thank you for that. Well, I was just trying to get us diving right into the holiday season. This is a holiday episode. Um, yes. I don't know if yours is going to be as cheery and poppy and dancey as that, but. Probably not, but yeah, we've uh, officially entered the holiday season. So I feel like that was, and like you guys know us, that was the perfect intro so good job I, they're doing a reboot of the movie yeah it's i actually watched the trailer for it so it's gonna be a musical which in the oh, trailer okay. you don't see any musical which i thought was kind of weird the way they did that but literally if you watch the trailer it's like all of the same lines which makes no sense to me like they don't have any new like dialogue and so, i heard I'm, regina's not in it no it's like a whole new cast I think some of the originals are coming back for it, but I like, thought um, the two girls were uh, the Regina's minions. Okay, yeah, they they probably are. Um, I think Lindsay Lohan is even making an appearance, but I don't okay. think they're like ginormous roles because I feel like the main characters are new girls in high school and like. It's well, kind yeah, of the same. These guys are going to be like 45 and in high school. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's a musical, which is kind okay. of interesting. I didn't know that. I just saw the two girls did the um, the commercial for Thanksgiving football. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. My sister's like, yeah, they're doing a, a new movie. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, but Rachel McAdams isn't doing it. I'm like, oh. As it could I don't know why she wouldn't. Like, could they not afford to pay her? Probably. But honestly, I'm not expecting too much. Like, obviously, I'm still going to watch it because obviously, but because obviously, because obviously, but obviously, um, <laughs> but there's going to be absolutely no comparison to the original. I'm just like already know that, so my expectations are, you know, I feel like they're they're set. <laughs> um, you would have had a proud moment of. Me and Charlotte, so her boyfriend's parents came over and we got to meet them. Um, 
they were here to like 3 a.m. drinking and playing games with us. So nice. Yeah. Late night. Surprisingly, I felt great the next day. I was surprised. Good job. Um, good job. But it's a good um, accomplishment. During, during the game night, somebody said your mom and me and Charlotte just whipped our heads and looked at each other and like, oh, so you want to talk about that mother? And it was just kind of a moment. I was like, Crystal would still be proud if she was here. I'm a proud mother to both of you right now. Guys, if you don't know, that's from White Chicks, one of the best movies in cinematic history, if you ask me. So <laughs> I was just proud that Charlotte like read the vibe immediately and did it with me. Yeah, you're right. The fact that you both did it at the same time. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh. So um Merry Christmas to the Shepherd and Bell family. Yes, Merry Christmas. I'm so excited for this season. It's already going by so fast. I know. Um, can you believe next Sunday is Christmas Eve? Like, no, fudge. I cannot. I'm not ready yet. I haven't even got yours yet. Oh, uh, I haven't gotten like anybody, so don't feel bad about anything. <laughs> well, I'm going to feel great, but I might feel bad after you tell us a story. So what are we looking into? Right. So... Today's Christmas themed, but it's a little bit not so cheery. It is a Christmas Eve robbery gone wrong. Um, and this actually came from a special on Oxygen called Homicide for the Holidays. Thought that was a clever name. Um, but yeah, check that out if you guys want to watch that along with some other stories that they had. Um, super interesting, fun stuff. So I highly recommend that. But yeah, we will get into this robbery gone wrong on Christmas Eve. So obviously Christmas Eve on December 24th, but back in 2013, there was obviously the rush of last minute Christmas shopping, as there always is, especially for me too, so I feel that. Um, but this was at Oshman's Sporting Goods, which was in the Dallas area suburb of Irving, Texas. So it's about 5.45 p.m. and it's shortly before their closing time. There were two ADT security guards that had arrived and they reported that there had been a number of robberies at Ashman's stores. So there's something going around at Ashman's. Ash, gosh, for gosh. <laughs> Which actually, there's a store called that. You just made me think of that. Did you know that? Yeah, it's kids' clothes. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. And <laughs> no, I'm just that good. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Like, I've heard that saying before, but I thought it was just like a phrase that people said. But I'm like, Crystal, go walk around Babies R Us for a little bit. I know. I have no business being in there. But, well, actually, now I do. But. Really? Oh, well, because I'm going to be an aunt. I know. I was just hoping that. Maybe, you knew. I know. I was hoping that maybe there was just another. Sorry, no surprise for me there. But, yes. <laughs> so, maybe I'll browse around. What's it called? Osh, gosh, bagosh. So, yeah, lots of robberies going around the Oshman's stores. Um, but then suddenly something pretty shocking happened. 
the individual from ADT made the comment, this is a robbery. Um, And this is coming from the former store manager, Wes Ferris. He says he had a 357 Smith and Wesson revolver in his hand and he pointed it at my chest, Ferris added. I turned around and I saw four other guys in the store and they were all armed. So they were like tricking this man, you know, they were pretending to be these security guards there to like protect him and warn him like, oh, there's robberies going around when really they were the the criminals. So they obviously steal cash, guns, ammo, and they got a getaway card. So he urged the employees to stay calm. I'm talking about the former manager and cooperate as they were lined up and led to a break room in the back of the store. Misty Simpson, she had arrived minutes earlier to pick up her fiance who worked inside of the store. And that couple was expecting a baby. And from the parking lot, Simpson observed what was happening in the store. So she obviously saw the lineup, saw like, okay, there's a robbery going on. Like there's craziness. I need to jump in and do something. She says, I got out and I went to the payphone and called my best friend and said, I don't know if I'm going crazy. I think the store is being robbed. She was like, I'll come over there. So her friend was going to go and check it out with her, which side note it's 2013 like it's not that it's not that long ago like why didn't she have like a cell phone like why'd she go to a payphone and like where are payphones anymore but that's just a side thought not only that but side side note my friend's calling me saying this store is being robbed i'm not gonna say i'm on my way i'm gonna say get the hell out of there Yeah, and, like, call the police. Like, better be safe than sorry. Even if it wasn't, you could be like, I'm sorry. I just looked like it, and I wanted to make sure. Like, they wouldn't be mad at you. Yeah, even, like, if you called me, like, obviously we love crime stuff. But if you called me and you're like, I think there's a robbery happening. Even me, I wouldn't be like, oh, I want to see this. I'd be like, "Um, go home. (laughs) So... Meanwhile, inside of the store, the criminals are emptying the cash registers and they then made Ferris open the safe. They stole firearms and ammo um, and then they took the in-store security tape as well. And then finally, they demanded the keys to Ferris's car. Which, like, poor Ferris because... For one, he's the manager, so they're the mainly, like, targeting him. And he's having his store stolen from. But then they take this dude's car. Like, really? So by this time, the fiancé, her friend, had arrived and called 911 on her cell phone. Simpson says, we couldn't really give a lot of details. I didn't really get to see anything except for them filing to the back. So, Officer Aubrey Hawkins, she was 29 years old and she arrived. She was on duty that night. And during a dinner break with, 
his wife, Lori Acosta, and their son at a restaurant, which was like a mile from Oshman's. He had heard a report. Um, so his wife, Lori, said Aubrey stood up and he was listening and he said, all right, guys, I've got to go. So he's just at dinner with his family and he hears this report and he's like, okay, I'm going to jump on this. So Sergeant Carl Bailey, he described Hawkins as a good friend, a good father, a good husband, and a good police officer. And he said that he loved police work. He was just all about it. So the 911 call came out as a suspicious activity and not an armed robbery, said Toby Shook, who was the former prosecutor. He says he was not in the mindset when he drove down there that there were men with guns. Because if you think about it, like this girl in the parking lot just called because she wasn't exactly sure what was going on. She's like, there might be a robbery, but I don't know. I just saw people being lined up. So they don't know that there's like a full on like crew of guys like fully robbing this place, about to steal a car and like who have guns who are armed. So as the robbers prepared to leave Oshman's, they told employees not to move and outside Simpson, she saw a police car. She said it was like zooming into the parking lot and it drove to the rear of the store. And then Ferris says, I started hearing gunshots. After a silent spell and no sign of assailants returning, Ferris called 911 and he gave a detailed account of the events. So at this point, a second officer arrives. And he sees the squad car. He sees Hawkins, who is unconscious, on the ground. And the officer is obviously, like, radioing for help. Because clearly this is more than just some suspicious activity going on. And finally, a SWAT team arrives at the scene. Aubrey Hawkins was taken to Parkland Hospital which was the same hospital JFK was taken to after he was shot, um, said Shook. So kind of interesting fact there. But he said that he had been shot 11 times in the face and in the back. Which like 11 times, if you think about it, is just so crazy. It's so excessive, you know what I mean? Like it's one thing to shoot somebody three or four times if you want to make sure that they die, but like 11 times. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. Right. So sadly, Officer Hawkins was pronounced dead at the hospital and investigators set out to piece together the robbery and killing of him. Um, And his gun was not at the scene. So they obviously stole his gun also. Jeff Spivy, who was a retired Irving PD police chief, he says, we suspected that he was shot and killed inside of his car. 
police determined that robbers got away with $70,000, 42 firearms, ammunition, as well as clothing that they could use to disguise themselves. Irving police also found a smoke grenade that was preserved as evidence. So they got like a lot of shit from this robbery. And also, you know, took an innocent person's life. Now, by the time the 10 o'clock news aired, police wanted the media to report that they were looking for um, Ferris's 1996 white Ford Explorer because they obviously stole his car and that's what it was. Um, And the vehicle was found in an apartment complex just a mile from the store. Now, the front seat was soaked with blood, and that suggested that Hawkins had gotten rounds off at the criminals, but they were still trying to figure out who they were. Now, police learned that 11 days prior to the Oshman's robbery, seven convicts broke out of John B. Connolly unit which is a maximum security facility in South Texas. So they were named the Texas Seven, kind of by media. Um, They were identified as fugitives from this maximum security prison. Fugitives were serving time for so many things, like, and so many bad things, too. So they were serving time for murder, bank robbery, sexual assault, and hurting children. Um, And Shook says they were not about to go back to prison. So he's like, obviously, they're going to do everything that they can to not be caught and, like, to run from police. Because if all that other stuff on the list isn't bad enough of what they already did, now they killed a police officer and, like, pulled off a huge robbery so like they're going away for an even longer time so george rivas he was the apparent leader of the breakout he was originally serving 18 life sentences according to the detectives which is just crazy like he has to have he had to have done something so horrible to have 18 life sentences you know what i mean Um, And Oshman's employees confirmed that the robbers were the prison escapees, um, who the media obviously dubbed as the Texas Seven, because they saw them in there. They're like, oh, yeah, it's for sure these guys that were robbing us. So, obviously, once this let out into the news and through media, fear, like, spread like fire throughout the area because everybody's like oh my gosh these horrible people who escaped prison who were in there for like terrible things are just like roaming free and like shooting and killing people so obviously people were terrified and of where these guys were so ray said they were clearly desperate to stay on the run desperate enough to shoot a police officer and it was really scary 
So a couple days later, on December 26th, a call came in from the authorities in Arlington, Texas, which is just only about 10 miles from Irving. A hotel clerk believed that she recognized three of the guests as members of the Texas 7. So a SWAT team went to the inn, but the hotel guests were not the fugitives. Um, Ray says the clerk was really interested in the case. She was trying to be helpful, but she was wrong. Which, I mean, you can't like blame her if she thinks that it's them. She's just trying to help, you know, and at least they checked that area out and could clear that from them being there, you know. So police fixed their focus on physical evidence, which included the blood in the getaway car. And analysis showed blood from two people who were not Officer Hawkins. So he had obviously shot at them as well. So police checked with area hospitals, but turned up no one who would come in suffering from gunshot wounds. And an investigation into the smoke grenade found at the crime scene turned out to be, sadly, another dead end. So they were kind of just, like, searching for the skies, but they didn't have too many clues to go off of. So at this point, weeks have passed. Like, they're not really getting anything. You know, police, obviously, they expected to hear maybe more robberies because... These guys had nothing. They obviously escaped prison. So they thought, okay, maybe they'll hit up more places. Um, But there were no robberies. There were, like, no sign of any of them. And Shook said it was eerie how they had just disappeared. So eventually, investigators reached out to America's Most Wanted, which obviously is the super popular uh, crime series. And they devoted its January 20th episode to the Irving, Texas homicide investigation. And they were just hoping to get any tips from it because clearly they were going off of nothing else. These guys were just like missing. So a day later, detectives got a call from the FBI And a call had been made to the Teller County, Colorado Sheriff's Department. And it was a pretty solid lead that they had to go off of. So the Texas 7, they were at an RV park in Teller County. So SWAT teams obviously jumped on that. And they immediately got there. And Revis, Michael Rodriguez... And Joseph Garcia were arrested at a gas station, which was kind of near the camp. Numerous guns were discovered from their car. um, And one of them actually had Officer Hawkins' gun at the time that they were arrested. So now they get to the RV park where they knew they were staying. And SWAT team members surrounded the rest of the escapees. And they ordered them to come out of the RV. Now, Randy Halperin, he surrendered. But Larry Harper shot himself inside of the camper and he died. 
the other two escapees, Patrick Murphy and Donald Newbery, they had left in a van a day earlier to buy auto parts, like, in Colorado Springs, which was kind of nearby. Um, but eventually, they were also tracked down, and they surrendered. So they got six of them. Obviously, the seventh one shot and killed himself. Um, but they were returned to Texas and charged with murder. And all six were convicted in individual trials and sentenced to death. So, so far, four of them have been executed. Um, but Halperin and Murphy, they're still on death row. And it's all to do pretty much, I think, with America's Most Wanted because if they didn't put them on that, I don't think they would have found them. Maybe eventually they would have found them, or at least some of them. But the fact that they put them on that show and then it only took one day for somebody to call yeah, really that just show shows. So strong. People still. Oh, love yeah. That show. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like we've even talked about quite a few cases where that show has come into play and helped solve a case. Yeah, there's been on, yeah, quite a few of them. Yeah, so crazy. I mean, I'm glad, obviously, you know, everybody has mixed feelings about the death sentence and everything. Um, but these people already had, like, like the one guy had 18 life sentences already, so he was going to be in jail for the rest of his life anyways. Um, so yeah, they got so now what five of them are dead, and then the other two are just, I guess, waiting for when their day comes. So I'm listening to this story and I can't help but think this story, as soon as you started telling it, I had the Lane Bryant vibes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So similar to that. The guy comes in, delivery truck, makes a delivery, brings the women hostage, ends up executing all of them. One survived by accident. The guy never got caught. Um, And it just, so many of it, I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, this is like so much like the Wayne Bryant story. If you don't know that story, go back and listen to it. It's um, very heinous and hard to listen to, but it was another one of our good ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, you're so right. Super similar uh, vibes to that. I just think it's like it just goes to show also I mean, obviously, they were shitty people from the previous crimes that they committed and then this crime. But then also the fact that you're going to do that on Christmas Eve, too. Like, I don't know. I just feel so horrible for Hawkins' family. You know, he was out with them having dinner on Christmas Eve, probably excited to celebrate Christmas the next day. And then he just goes to check out, like, a suspicious reporting. He has no idea that they're armed or anything like that. And then he loses his life. And I just think that that's so sad. Like especially for his son. To like no. lose your dad pretty much on Christmas. By the time he found out. Which ruins Christmas for the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say. I'm going to put. 
just a little lighter note on it when I was what I was thinking. Um, the whole time, I'm just like, I love that his name is Ferris. Oh, I know. And I couldn't help but zone out sometimes, and I'm thinking. Bueller. Bueller. Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I yes. Mean. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't not think of that with the name. So I know it's a sad story, but I, I was trying to put a little fun twist on it. Oh yeah, um, for the holidays, right? So. And even um, if you if you watch Stranger Things, Hawkins was the cop there too. So yeah, this the was city. Oh, they I lived in Hawkins. Oh, what was the oh what was the cop's name? You're gonna do that to me? Sorry, that's okay. You know, put me on the. Let me back check that. <laughs> Copper uh, or something? Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah, My favorite right. was Dusty Buns. So. Oh, yeah. He's the star of the show. Come on. And Steve, because, I mean, Steve. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then to kind of just lighten the mood a little bit, even though Lo lightened it with the Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> um, I thought I would add a little Christmas... Uh, less classlessly or criminal holiday edition because obviously why not <laughs> so this comes from 99.9 the point and I just loved the way they wrote this so we're just gonna go through what they said because it's hilarious so they say Christmas time is the time for good tidings and having goodwill towards others but a couple of Scrooges decided to let greed and envy get the better of them this year. The two Grinches are women ages 18 and 34 from Sweetwater, Florida, who stole over $400 in Christmas decorations from their neighbor. And, you know, how did they get caught, you might ask? They stole the Christmas decor and put it up in their own front yard, which was literally a block away. Oh, my. Like, come on. So, yeah, you know, there's no better way to get away with theft than to prominently display the stolen goods right in your front yard, less than a block away from where you stole them from. (laughs) They say no one will ever know. Insert evil Scooby-Doo villain laugh. <laughs> if it weren't for those pesky, <laughs> weren't for those pesky, pesky kids, kids. And their dumb dog. <laughs> so because of the value of the decorations, the woman will be charged with a grand theft. Which is like, are you, was it worth it? Like, was it worth it? The things that they stole, they stole Mickey Mouse on a horse. They stole hugging penguins and Snoopy on a doghouse and Santa on a sled, among quite a few other things. So they took a whole ass display of Christmas direction uh, decorations. (laughs) And 99.9 says grand theft for Mickey Mouse on a horse and hugging penguins. I think Santa has a special spot on his naughty list for these two. <laughs> oh my gosh. They gotta be like the most less classless layer, like the lessest classless layer. 
yes. terminals because you're that dumb to put them up around your house or around the block. Like, oh my gosh. Like, they, if we ever did an episode of like less classlier awards and like <laughs> we gave awards to the stupidest people, like, they would have to be top three because oh my gosh how are you going to steal especially it's not like one decoration that a few different people might have they took the whole display of like these unique things right in their front yard and just moved it across the street i feel like they had to be stolen they had to be high they had to be on something they had to be on something because nobody's that stupid these people are these people are but yeah (laughs) i had to share that because it goes along with the Christmas theme, and also it was just too less classlessly or to not share. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but speaking of crime updates, okay, not speaking of it, I'm bringing it up. Um, <laughs> me and Crystal were talking about updates on the phone the other day. Um, they're doing a Natalia speaks out. So you know how Natalia Grace's adopted parents did those interviews. Yeah. Uh, January 1st, her side comes out. She has her story coming Ooh, out. Ooh, okay. So, I will be watch th- watching that. Oh, it comes out on New Year's Day? I think this is January 1st. Okay. Um, and it's her side. Um, so we're all going to turn tune in for that. Yeah, that story um, still, I am so not sure where what side to be on for that like there are so many like varying things and i'm like what the heck i know we'll watch her side and we'll see yeah and then also so for a little viewing pleasure um my husband last night asked me if i wanted to watch a movie so i'm like sure let me finish doing what i'm doing and i'll be downstairs so i come downstairs and he's like do you want to watch a series called Reacher? And I'm like, so no Christmas movie? He's like, I think you'll like it. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it a whirl. As soon as it started, I was like, I'm all in. <laughs> Wait, why? I'm, I have no. So it's, okay, so there's a movie, there's Jack Reacher. I think it's based on a video game. Um, but there's movies of it. And I believe Tom Cruise plays Reacher in the movies. I could be wrong. It could be somebody else. Actually, that sounds familiar. Like, I don't need, I've never seen it, but I feel like it is Tom Cruise. So this new guy, his name is Alan Richardson. Okay. Um, he plays Reacher. And I'm telling you, it's a show that you and Brett could both watch. Okay. Um, Are you, you're watching it for Reacher? And Pat's watching it for the show. Oh, she's showing me a picture. Oh. Can you see him? He looks like Ronnie from Jersey Shore. No. (laughs) At least from through the computer screen, it looks like Ronnie from Jersey Shore. You have to Google his name. (laughs) Okay. It's Alan Richardson. Richardson. Okay. I'll see if I can get you a better picture of him. I see where you're going with it, like the big arms and a little bit of the hair. Yeah, yeah he's got like, the, st- the stocky vibe going on. Um, if you watch him, like look at him up close and in it, he's definitely not. Um, not Ron. He's not that. No, he's like way hotter. And I love his vibe. 
Um, he's a man of not many words. Okay. Um, he knows how to wear a tight shirt. <laughs> he knows how to wear jeans. He can wear a suit. Basically, he knows how to wear anything. Wait, I can't see. Oh. You know, all I see is Ron from Jersey Shore mixed with Derek Huff. Okay, Do you know why who Derek Huff I, is? Yeah. I, <laughs> like, that's all I see. feminine for me, though. He's straight. He is. I know. He's married. Yeah, but, like, he's straight. But he's, yeah, he is feminine. Yeah, that's what I get. Okay. Well, watch the show because he's hot. Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, live action will change my mind, but so, I see, like, Ron and Derek Huff mixed into his picture. So, it's it's on Amazon. It's free right now. Oh, okay. Um, so, you'll definitely like the eye candy. Yeah. Um, and then he'll like the action. It's basically this guy goes to town trying to help solve murders that are going on. It's got the cop, the black guy from iZombie. I don't know if you watched that show. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I loved iZombie and he was the detective in it. And uh, so he's in that. And then there's another actress. I'm not really sure if I recognize her from anything. Her name's Roscoe in the show. And I just think Roscoe is just like a badass name for a chick. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Even though I keep thinking of the Waka Flocka song, but or was, you know, Waka Flocka. Look, mom, no hands. <laughs> okay. So. Um, Love with the songs. I know. What can I say? We love it. You're so musical. Yeah, I don't think I know any. I didn't see Goldfinch. Um, Yeah, I don't think I recognize any of these movies that she was in or TV shows. So maybe Um, this was her like breakout. You might know them because you're younger than me and you're kind of like in some of the more stuff. Now, I did see the preview for The Fall of the House of Usher. I didn't watch it, but I do keep seeing the preview for that on Netflix. Wait, what? I've never heard of this. The Fall of the House of Usher? Is it a documentary? No, it's like a horror thing. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, it's Is not it the, about it's Usher? Not the singer. No, no. Oh, I literally thought I thought it was like a documentary about like Usher in like a bad way. And I guess she was in the Scream series, the TV series. Oh, okay. I I watched a little bit of that, but like I kind of okay. got over it after a few. Apparently, episodes. she's the chick that gets murdered in the opening scene. Oh, okay. Well, then I I'm sure I saw it. So, so well, anyway, it. it's a good series. I suggest you guys check it out. Um, if anything, just for the eye candy, because damn, <laughs> um, we ended up watching three episodes and then husband was like, so do you want to like, he had to work this morning. He had to leave early. So I was like, do you want to go upstairs? And I'm like, yeah, we can go upstairs. And then, um, some time has gone by and he's like, so all I got to do is get you to watch, uh, Reacher, huh? As like follow it up with Lucifer and we're set, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in a little bit of Mike Ross from the suits and I'm good. <laughs> Just play, just play all your favorite shows with your favorite, uh, your favorite actors. So <laughs> that'll right. do it. I'm recommending yeah. that for you and Brett. Okay. Are there a lot of episodes? I don't know. We didn't finish it because this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm three episodes in. I'm so into it. I'm hot for it. And my husband's gone for nine days now, and I got to. That's the worst. It. Now you have to wait. I know, but I can watch Suits while he's gone. That'll yeah, there you go. That'll that'll satisfy you for the time being. 
Yeah. Do you watch Suits? No. You don't watch it with your man? I, I've watched like bits and pieces of it when it's been on, but I don't know. Like, I'm not really into it. I got I Lisa know. into it. Did you? I don't know. I can't, I can't get into it for some reason. I'm into Mike Ross. Um, that is not his real name. Is that his character's name? Yes. This guy is, I think I got a thing for tall, skinny guys. Cause I mean, we all know who my, my one true love is, right? Ryan Gosling. No, no. Oh my gosh. I know I said his name wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I feel like he's like tall and skinny. And, and this guy, heck? why can't I think of his last name? That's Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. This that is... was a horrible. Yeah. I've seen him. I, yeah. Cause he's like the main character. He's one of them. He shares the spotlight with another guy. Okay. With Harvey. Um, but this guy is like the funny, the quick witted, the cute, the just everything. Of oh, so he type. fits, he fits the Reynolds description he does. then. He does. So that's right into your wheelhouse. Yep. Yep. That is funny. So Lowe's that's recommendations. my recommendation. Lowe's so, recommendations for the week. Ch -ch 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 it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we need to make that a sound. <laughs> no, that's going to be a new segment. Your recommendations for the week. And then... <laughs> Ch -ch 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 it out. All right. <laughs> I'm clipping that. Okay. Sounds awesome. Oh man. Okay. Well, ending it on the perfect note. <laughs> Well, don't know 100%. Me and KK are in talks. We might do one more little thing for Christmas or we might just take Christmas off. But we'll let you know. But if not, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, enjoy the time with family, friends, whatever you got Be going safe, on. Make smart choices. Yes, eat a lot of food and relax. Yes. Um, but we may be back, but just in case, we want to make sure we tell you guys Merry Christmas. Yes, exactly. So if you don't hear back from us until then, happy holidays, y'all. <laughs> On that note, we got to go. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs>